I've got to try and not laugh. Fuck. Fucking shambles already, look I know. Um, are you still obsessed with wrestling? I used to love it in the 90s. I actually used to love it in the 80s as well. But um, I went off it for a bit, but my kids are into it now. So I do sometimes sit down with them and watch the old WWE. I like it. It makes me laugh. But it's not as good as it was in the 90s with Stone Cold Steve Austin and uh, uh, The Rock. And yeah, I stayed up all night watching it. Loved it. Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. Love that shit. Okay. If you wrote a letter to your teenage self, do you think he'd read it? <laughs> well, probably not. I've not been big on reading through the years. Why would I? You know, when people always say that to you, what would your teenage self think of you? I get asked that a lot. What would your teenage self think about you now? Fuck knows. I don't know. What think? would the letter say, though? Well, it's up to you. What would it say? Say, all right, cocker, just hang in there because you're going to fucking make it. And I'd read it and say, nice one. Yeah, but that might make your teenage self so arrogant that he doesn't bother to make it. I don't think I could have been any more arrogant, to be honest. Really? Well, no. Okay. Richard Branson invites you onto his spaceship. Do you go? Yes. What's your beauty regime? You mean, how do I get to look like this? Yeah. Now, when I'm, when I'm at home, my diet is significantly better than it is when I'm on the road. When I'm at home, I don't really eat red meat. And uh, I go to the gym and I live a fairly stress-free life. When I'm on the road, smoking, drinking, club sandwiches, french fries, burgers, mm. you know. So my beauty, to answer your question, my beauty regime is magnificent. Um, if you transitioned to female, what name would you like to go by? I, I would keep it simple and call myself Noella. Okay. What's better, touring or being in the studio? Well, being in the studio is great because you're creating from nothing. But touring is magnificent because you're getting to see the world and playing the things that you've created. So if I had to choose one to do for the rest of my life, it would be in the studio. What's the kinkiest thing you've ever done? <laughs> well, can you define kinky? That's just a shoulder shrug. Odd sexually. Odd sexually? Yeah. What's the most oddest... Uh, okay, hang on a minute. I don't know. I don't know. Fist in a dog? Does that count? Hmm. On the Isle of Man. Quite high. No, not on the Isle of Man. That's not kinky there. No, that's... No, that's just four. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know whether I've done anything kinky that I'd be willing to admit to on the internet. Uh, what's the largest animal you've ever killed? Spider, big spider. 
Oh, you're thinking like a fucking elephant or something? Well, yeah, I don't know. You might have killed something big. Well, like a cat. You might have run over an owl. Oh, you don't drive, do you? I don't drive. <laughs> I said run over an owl. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have been a big spider. Big spider. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, if you could never see or hear one of these things again, which would it be? The moon, the stars, or birdsong? That's a fucking good question. Where have you got that from? The big bumper book of questions. In my fucking head. I'm going to go with birdsong. What would you do? Stars. What, what? Because you can still see the moon. Right. Birdsong's nice. Mm. I'd miss stars, but... I don't, know. don't you find gazing at stars is the most therapeutic thing ever when you're on holiday? There's too much light pollution unless you, no, when you're on holiday, when you're when you're somewhere that's really dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stars. Well, yeah, and obviously not fucking doing it on Oxford Street at four yeah. o'clock in the morning. But you've just chosen to get rid of birdsong. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh Do you ever potter around in a shed? I do potter around. I don't. Have I got a shed? I think I might have a shed. I've not been in it though. I think it's got like bikes in it and punctured footballs. But I do potter around. I'm going to potter around when I've finished this. Today I'm going to go home and potter around. I've got a bit of tidying up to do. Mm. I like tidying up. I'm from a family of um, confirmed mega tidier uppers. Really? Yeah. You like tidying up? I do like tidying up. I like, uh, yeah. I do like tidying up. There's something very therapeutic about it. Are you a scruffy? Do you, do you like tidying up? Uh, no, I'm scruffy. Are you? Are you? Yeah. There's, there's no need for it. I thought you had a cleaner. Well, I've got a cleaner. Do you tidy up for the cleaner? Oh, I bet tidy not, up the cleaner's she, coming. She's not fucking live there. You know, she goes home at yeah. some point. But why yeah. don't you just wait till she comes back? No, I can't do that, mate. No, 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 no. I'm working class, you see. We keep fucking running a tight ship. Have you spoken to Morrissey since he came out as a racist? <laughs> Have you ever milked a cow? <laughs> Have you? In Ireland? Yes, of course. My Uncle Mike had a few cows. Uh, and uh, I've... You know, I was comfortable with it. Were you? Yep. It's quite warm when it comes out, isn't it? milk. I, it was, I was very young at the time. I can't say I vividly remember the uh, the experience other than I've done it. Did Uncle Mike make you do this in the dark? <laughs> it was when the cows came home. Right. That does actually happen there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they all, they all congregate at the gate. Well, they go out for the day. They go out for the day eating grass. You must have seen them. Like milling around eating grass, looking stupid. And then uh, at the end of the day, they come back to the to the gate at the end of the field and they're just like, fucking bit constipated now, mate. Yeah. So you've got to get them in. And... <laughs> Where were you on 9-11? I was at... We were rehearsing. Uh, in... Uh, in High Wycombe. And I actually was doing an... The, the first part of it, I was doing an interview in my offices around the corner, and one of one of the planes flew into the, obviously to the first building, and then I was going to rehearse, and on the way to rehearsing, the second plane flew in. It was like fucking hell. Hang on a minute, this is fucking crazy. When we got to rehearsals, we put the TV on, and uh, yeah, what's that fucking 
chaos all day. Did you do any rehearsing? We did a little bit, yeah. Really? Yeah. Selfish. Yeah, the show must go on. <laughs> um, the show must go on, mate. <laughs> um, when was the last time you used a lawnmower? <laughs> uh, oh, fucking hell. A long time ago. I would have been a child. Been made. Psh, mow the fucking lawn. Mow the lawn by my dad, probably. Long time ago. Age? Shh, teenager. 15, 16. <clears throat> you go back in time and watch the Beatles play at the Cavern Club and have the night of your life, but when you come back to now, the world is exactly the same except one thing. The late magician Paul Daniels and the whiskey brand Jack Daniels have somehow switched. So, for instance, you'll be in a bar and hear someone order a Paul Daniels and Coke, right? <laughs> or you'll see a show about magic tricks and they'll say Jack Daniels and Debbie McGee, right? right? Could you live in that world or would you go mad? <laughs> but... Would I, would I know that the two Daniels have, have changed yes, brands? Yeah. Could I, the only, you went I back in time. You come to now, you're the only person. I, I could live in that world. Would you try and explain it to people? No, no, I don't. No, I don't. I don't tend not to talk to people much. Would you help it? Would you no. drink? Well, down? if I could be like, well, fucking no, you know that used to be called Jack Daniels. Yeah. Pe- yeah, but no one else would know, though, right? Yeah. But would <laughs> drive, wouldn't that drive you mad? No. No, I don't give a fuck. No, I wouldn't. No. Would you, if you, would you order Paul Daniels at a bar? Paul Daniels and Coke? Yeah. If I had to, yeah. Okay. Have you ever brushed an old lady's hair? <laughs> I mean, I must have. I must have down the years. Um, if you went to prison, would you focus on physical fitness or reading books? I think reading books. I think physical fitness could lead to rape. Yeah, but it might keep you away from being raped if you do no, like no, it. No, it would lead to being raped. I'd rather read books. I think if you were sat in the corner reading books, you're more likely to be raped. Really? What? Then you're dressed in spandex, sweating with a load of fucking big beefcakes in no, a gym. You could just be doing push-ups in, in your cell. I don't mean like you. I can tell by your tone of voice you wouldn't be doing much reading, would you? I'd find the perfect balance, but I'd be keeping trim. Let's just say I'd keep strong. <laughs> Not like you. But you, you. We can't do both. You just said no. Right, you other. can't do both. I would focus on physical fitness. Right, I'd focus on reading. Then we know who'd be the bitch in ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Will would you or will you ever do an album of heavy rock songs, just proper heavy rock and roll? What like fucking Metallica? No, not metal. Rock. Turmoil. No, like like Saxon. No, like well, can you... first album sort of stuff, right? Yeah. Well, I like definitely maybe. Yeah. Right. But well... the heavier tracks on that, would you ever go back to that style and do a heavy rock album? If I ever write songs in that style again and they were good enough, I'd do them without hesitation. But every kind of time I write a or a song comes out that it's going to start sounding like a rock song. I always, and sometimes wrongly, I always compare it to Oasis and just, well, it's not as good, so what's the point? Right. We should try and keep moving forward. But if I was to write another Bring It On Down or um, uh, Head Shrinker, fucking too right, I would. Yeah, good. Yeah. Have a go. <laughs> um, you said you don't like my new fucking music. <laughs> I do, but I like, the, I like, I like 
give it a go. heavy rock. I know you do. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, well like, maybe I'd like to see you do something heavy. David, well. will you come on stage and play the pliers with me? Absolutely. Yeah. Goodbye. I'll be there in a second. Goodbye. Um, have you ever used a soda stream? <laughs> no. What do you put on first, trousers or socks? Socks. Uh, no, on, on underpants first. Okay, so this morning, mm. it went underpants, socks, trousers, shoes, top. What? Hang on, shoes before top? Yeah. Shoes are an outdoor thing. Not in our house. You can wear shoes everywhere in our house. It's fucking free. I find it weird that you were topless with shoes on. Not walking around the house topless, it, it lasts for about 30 seconds. I'll tell you why I do it, is because if I then bend, put shoes on last and then bend down to tie my shoelaces, my top's got creased. Oh dear. That's quite anal. Um, in what way were you involved in the Waco siege? <laughs> Um, have you ever tasted breast milk as an adult? <laughs> you have, though, I take it. I have, actually. Have you? Yeah, I had to. <laughs> Why? Katie was um, lactating, and we her pump broke, and we were out for the night. And if you don't, then they swell up, and she could have got mastitis, which is an infection. So there was no other way than to, to relieve the pressure. And you were out? We had to go in the toilet in this place. What place? It was a, um, a party at a tattoo, <laughs> our friend's tattoo shop. It's like one of your fucking mad sitcoms that we've got. Yeah. Right. And then so we had to keep going in there and like, had to relieve the pressure. What does it taste like? Very sweet. Yeah. Very warm. And I was, I was spitting it in the sink and just keep doing it like that. Really? Yeah. Were you not I wasn't it? into it. Oh. Was she into it? Not really. Oh. It was quite tense. Were you not putting it in a fucking container and bringing it home to... No, because she was drinking, so you're not going to use that breast milk. You're going to pump it and then throw it away because it's got alcohol in it potentially. So it's not what? it's useless. The, the baby's at home being fed by a grandparent from a bottle. Right. Right. So that breast milk is then discarded. Oh, okay. That's why she had the pump. The pump broke. This isn't about me. No, it's about your wife's breasts. It always is. I, well, I know. What was the last thing George Michael ever said to you? Get out of my house. No. Do you remember? I was at a party at his house one night, and uh, there was a lot of stuff going on in the back garden and all of that. And uh, we were in this room where there was a DJ playing. There's a few of us in there, and for some reason, everybody kind of one by one left, and I was left behind the big fucking oak door. And uh, I was just about to leave and George, <laughs> George came in. He didn't see me, I was behind the door. And he came in because somebody was playing one of his tunes and George came in dancing like George Michael. It was just me and him in this room and I stood behind him like, just fucking far out, man. But the last thing he would have said to me was, see you later, mate. And I said, good, George. Do you feel sad about George? Yes, he was yeah. a good guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. Actually, on the day that he died, we were on holiday, and my Sarah is a huge fan. When push comes to tough, he is for her it. Right. And uh, she wept uncontrollably. 
Really? Yeah, like all day. She was fucking in a mess. <laughs> 